Blog Talk Radio. Should be good. Can you hear me? Yes, I can, and I'm doing well. Thank you. All right. We're uh, waiting for a big swing. You know, he's on uh, temporary uh, storm chasing right now. they got some bad storms out in New York, so he'll be joining us soon, I would think. Uh, we got a blockbuster show here. Our first guest will be calling in in about 14 minutes. Uh, I'll give a rundown of uh, who the guests are tonight, and then we'll uh, go from there. Uh, our first guest out of the shoot will be a great independent wrestler that will shave your head in the middle of the ring if she uh, defeats you, and that's uh, Sarah Dox, that's D-O-X. We have Amanda Messing, and as a treat for all our good friends out there, we have the gals from um, Tempting Magazine, and uh, we have the Printed Blonde, and we have... Um, Kendra Kiss with us tonight, so uh, we'll be checking out with them. Uh, they are um, they are adding us to their uh, lineup as advertisers, along with Ken FM eighty nine point one. You'll be hearing me say that a lot. We appreciate Ken FM because uh, he's the only one that's smart enough to put us on the air. So there you go. Uh, so Granny, why don't you give us a quick little rundown of what's been happening with you? You know, we missed you last week. Well, I do apologize, fans. Um, I actually went to Florida, Port Charlotte, Florida, to be exact, with my husband and my son to see my sister-in-laws. We flew out Monday morning from XNA in Bentonville, Arkansas, where I live. I live in Springdale, actually, but the airport is in Bentonville. And we flew into... uh, St. Petersburg Clearwater International Airport and went to visit my um, sister-in-laws. Now, my one sister-in-law, I have actually never met till we got down there. Um, she lives in Iowa. Another sister-in-law lives in California, and she had went home the week before, so we didn't even get to see her. 
but we mainly went to see my um, one sister-in-law, Dixie. She is battling leukemia. And uh, we had a nice visit with the family, um, had a fun time. Um, Anthony was in love with all the dogs and the cats and everything like that. I mean, he made a new friend, couple new friends and with the fur babies. And um, we just had a, a fun time. We didn't get to see much of the weather, rain. It rained most of the time we were there and the uh, what they call the red tide it was high so we couldn't even go down by the beach and look at the beach so but i mean we had a nice visit so well we speaking of weather Friday here in, afternoon uh, speaking of weather here in fargo it looks like we got a little bit of uh <clears throat> storm coming here uh you know one thing about here in uh, north dakota as uh big swing likes to point out to everybody we seem to have snow 365 days a year but uh you know it's been it's been really hot here lately and uh we haven't had much rain and uh, what's going on right now the fact that uh there's a storm coming and it looks like there's a little bit of uh you know when you look on a weather map you know you have the different colors you have green and you have red and you have yellow mm-hmm. uh mm-hmm. It looks like there's a little mm-hmm. bit of red coming here mm-hmm. but it looks like it's dissipating and it looks like it might miss us but it looks like uh our neighbors uh, to the north up in Grand Forks it looks like they're going to get hit uh, badly. So um, throughout the uh, night, I'll give weather reports. So hopefully, Big Swing will be calling in at some point. Uh, but anyway, like I say, we want to thank Ken's FM 89.1 live in Fargo, North Dakota. Heard around the city. And, uh, and uh, we want to thank Ken. And uh, I've known Ken for such a long time. I'll tell you what, if anybody needs Radio engineering. Ken is the guy to talk to. Uh, what we'll have to do is we'll have to get him on the air with us uh, one day, and he'll have to tell us about uh, – he told me the story. Well, I'm not going to spoil it because we want him to tell a story about how uh, he saved up his allowance to buy a six transistor when he was a kid. And uh, uh, the song by Lionel Cartwright uh, is basically his theme song. I watched it all on my radio, and uh, that would be Ken right there. And uh, like I say – if you get uh, a piece of uh, equipment, electrical equipment that doesn't work, give it to Ken. He'll probably fix it for you. <laughs> anyway, so we're just waiting for our first guest to call in uh, in the next nine minutes. So, uh, and uh, we'll kind of update uh, current events here. Um, you know, Granny, I know that we were talking a little bit off the air. Well, we weren't really talking much off the air, but we've been talking the last couple of weeks about. Uh, you possibly been able to make it to the wedding. Um, hopefully, you'll be able to do that, which start, which is of course on September 25th, and uh, it's gonna, it's a, real quick here. As long as we're waiting for our guests to call in, it's, it's it's gonna be a little different wedding because you know we're gonna have the wedding, and then we're gonna have the meal, and then uh, they're gonna have an icon celebrity roast. Uh, so people are gonna get up and have it's kind of kind of like open mic night. You share a story about the icon. I cannot wait. To hear what people are going to say about that, <laughs> and uh, then we're going to have <laughs> Brian Swinehart. Uh, he'll be uh, the national comedian that's going to go <clears> on <throat> from seven to eight, and then the dance, uh, which will go from on from eight to ten. And we want everybody to know that um, we are doing a free will donation for the roast and for the comedy show, which is separate, of course, from the wedding, but the same day. So if you guys want to come out and hear some great stories about the icon, or if you have stories that you want to tell. Um, 
just remember my mom will be in the audience, so be nice. Um, but people won't, obviously. So yeah, this is uh, this is fun. Uh, uh, this is uh, this is going to be fun for me. Uh, every member from the wedding party will have something. I, I you know, but like I say, Granny, um, you know, I know we're about a month and a half away, but uh, I hope that you'll still be able to try and make it because there is a little fur baby that we we're talking about that's looking forward to seeing oh, you. Oh yeah. And, oh uh, yes. Well. My son, my son actually has informed me that if I am able to come, that he would like to come with me because he wants to meet Homer. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what. I'll, I'll make a deal with you. If you come, uh, Bernadette and I, we get a little suite in the hotel where we're having the wedding at. Uh, and uh, what we would like to do is uh, we'll get you a room at uh, the hotel. I can't mention that on the air because they're not paying for advertising, so we're not going to mention that right now. But uh, I'll get you a room, and uh, the the hotel that you're staying at is pet-friendly. So uh, if you'd like to babysit Homer that night, uh, we would appreciate that. Um, oh, that would be fun. We don't ha- we don't have any kids. Uh, Homer is my kid, so uh, we're still waiting for Big Swing to call in. Um, and uh, like uh, we said, you know, he uh, he's out in New York. There, they had a big storm that knocked out power lines or the power at the bar that he works at and owns. Uh, so they have no power. They have no internet. They have no phones. They have no way to charge their phones. And uh, Let's get the show so we'll crack this thing open. Uh, uh, thank you, Kenny. Uh, and, uh, yeah, so we're just waiting for our guest to call in. As a matter of fact, I'm going to expedite the process. I'm going to uh, send them a message right now. Um, and uh, get them on with us. I know this is exciting for uh, right now, but... Uh, We'll make sure that uh, they know it. I'll give them the number to call in. And uh, this is actually kind of uh, – now, fans might want to know why my voice sounds so much better today. That's because I'm actually in a studio talking on a microphone and listening on a headset rather than talking on the cell phone. So uh, Ken has got great processing here at the station, so he makes me sound really, really good. Uh, you know, it's not, you know, like – Adrian Cronauer, uh, great, but it's better than what we're used to. So uh, we want to thank them for that. And uh, we'll be thanking Ken throughout the show, and we want to make this a long-lasting, um, a long-lasting uh, marriage, as they say. Uh, we'll do two marriages at once. Uh, and uh, let's see here. Um, I think our guest is on, so I'm going to go ahead and put him on right now and introduce him. So. Ladies and gentlemen, stepping out of the green room and walking down the aisle. She is our first combatant of the night. She brings the muscle. She brings the attitude. She brings everything in the middle of the ring. Ladies and gentlemen, I give you Sarah Doc. Hey, this is Sarah Doc. You're listening to the Attitude Era Live with the host, the icon, the big swing, and Granny Hulkster. Hey, Sarah, how are you today? Thanks for joining us. I'm good. Welcome to the show. Thank you. So here's how we'll do this, Sarah. What we're going to do is have you give us a little background about yourself, and then we'll uh, 
then we'll uh, then we'll have some fun with the interview. I'll ask you a few questions, and we'll go to Granny. Then I'll come back to me and ask you some tough questions. So give us a little background about yourself. Um, I grew up right outside of Baltimore in a town called Edgewood, and only people who are in the military ever know that town. Um, but I moved to Tennessee when I was 16, and I started training to become a wrestler at 23 at NWA Smoky Mountain. So living and in Tennessee, you want to be... You want to be a wrestler, not a country music singer? Yeah, yeah. I grew up, I mean, I lived right next to Bristol. It was always an option, but I don't think I have the voice for it. Well, I'll tell you what, you sound pretty good here on the air with us. Uh, Sarah uh, Doc is our guest here. We have about, um, well, we have about uh, 37 minutes here uh, listening to us on Kansas FM 89.1. So, now, when you uh, decided to uh, get into the wrestling business, uh, who uh, did you go to a school? Did you go to a class? Did you like see a commercial? Uh, how did you uh, uh, How did you first uh, start training? <clears throat> well, I'd known uh, I've always loved wrestling, and I had friends who always loved wrestling, and I had had a couple of friends when we were teenagers that pursued wrestling, and they had wrestled locally, and I knew what nwa smoky mountain was uh from years of being a fan so i found a phone number and found out who the phone number belonged to and called them and was like listen i want to be a wrestler can you tell me how and so smoky time, mountain wrestling of course that's uh didn't mean to interrupt you smoky mountain wrestling of course that's jim Cornette's promotion correct it was no longer and no longer belonged to Jim Cornette, but it was originally, yes, Jim Cornette. So you made the call, and what did they say? Did they say, be here at the gym at 6 in the morning, uh, uh, or did they say that uh, we're going to train you and you have to pay us $500? How did that come about? So how it started was he essentially said, come down before a show, about two hours before the show, and we'll see what you can do. And from there, I would introduce to the person who would train me, and I would pay him monthly, and we would meet probably three days a week for about four hours a day. So now with your wrestling style that you developed, would you consider yourself to be more of a a Ray Mysterio, a high flyer, a technical wrestler like Bret Hart, or are you just like that butt kicker like a Stone Cold Steve Austin, in your case, like China? I I would love to think that I'm China. Um, I would also love to think that I'm, like, very much so Samoa Joe or low-key. I'm, like, a technical brawler. But in reality, it, I feel like it oftentimes looks more like I'm Spike Dudley. Like, I'm just a can't-keep-them-down, going-to-swing-for-the-fences kind of person. Uh, we have uh, we have our great guest here. We have uh, Miss uh, Sarah Doc here on uh, 89.1 Ken FM. We have about uh, we have about uh, 31 minutes. So now, do you consider yourself to be a babyface, a heel, an in-betweeny? Or are you more uh, of what the crowd thinks that you're going to be? Um. Well, for the first like six years I wrestled, I was I was the heel everywhere. It didn't matter where I went, people hated me. And then for some reason, when I cut off all my hair and started wearing jeans, everybody started liking me, and I've just gotten to embrace being me. 
much more than being a bad guy? Because I have a really hard time being a bad guy. Well, well, with that being said, Granny, she was a heel. Now she's uh, now she's a good girl. Uh, she must have heard about you. So, Granny, what do you got for our guest, Sarah Doc? Go ahead. <laughs> well, hello, Sarah. I am Granny Holkster. Now, I'm not a wrestler, you know, despite the gimmick name, even though I've been uh, – I've had wrestlers try to throw me in the ring several times off and on. But <laughs> Granny does not like the heels. I can talk some pretty good smack to the bad guys when I have to, and I'm not afraid to get in their faces. I mean, I've been a wrestling fan – Oh, my goodness, I don't – a long time. <laughs> I mean, I'm 59 years old. I love the sport. I love the independent shows. Um, I actually have a lot of friends uh, that have actually wrestled for Smoky Mountain Wrestling. So um, okay. uh, I haven't got to see a lot of my Tennessee friends for a while, but um, I, I de- definitely am very familiar with that organization. Now, who was your trainer? Who trained you? Um, Chase Owens trained me. Who? Chase Owens. Okay, I know that name. Yep, I'm very familiar with that name. That's what I thought you said, and I'm very familiar with that name. By chance, do you know um, a wrestler by the name of Matt Sigmund? I do. I know Siggy. You know, yes. Well, uh, there was a... Uh, independent company that ran in Arkansas for uh, several years called Traditional Championship Wrestling. And that's where I met Sigmund, uh, was through TCW, and they did TV tapings, and they still show a lot of the old um, shows on TV down in the Little Rock area, and and they quit running in 2013. And uh, I... And I still have people come up to this day and ask me, hey, aren't you that lady? Aren't you Granny from TCW? So <laughs> I love I love Sigmund. He, I mean, I, he is absolutely awesome. I, I actually miss getting to see him wrestle. I haven't got to see him wrestle since he's been part of the Heat Seekers. I have not got to see him wrestle for quite some They're time. No, they are. I, I I would love to get to see him and Elliot in a in a tag team match somewhere. I I need to message Matt and say, Hey, we've got this wrestling company in Arkansas. You need to <laughs> you yeah. and partner need to come to D C W. I mean, I I know the promoter, you know, and everything, but I would love to see Matt wrestle again. I I remember how I always used to tease him about when he wrestled for TCW, he would come out and I'd do the loser sign like on my forehead. <laughs> We'd all start saying, loser, loser. I love Matt. I mean, he is absolutely amazing. So when you, uh, see Matt, Doc is our if, guest if, here. You, if you see uh, Matt, tell him Granny Holkster from Arkansas said hello. <laughs> I will, I will. Uh, uh, Sarah Doc is our guest here. We've got about 27 minutes here on uh, Ken's FM, 89.1 FM here in Fargo. Also heard on uh, the Internet on uh, blogtalk.com. So, now, you know, uh, one thing about Granny, though, if if you're a heel, she doesn't like the heels, which she just explained. And, uh, you know, if uh, if you get on her, if, if she likes you, she'll make you a great batch of cookies. If she doesn't like you, she'll swing her hurricane at you. And... Uh, yeah. You know, just uh, 
that's why we want to get her here next August. Uh, hopefully we can have her face off with uh, her favorite guy in the whole world, Sylvester J. Fox. But we'll talk about that in a little while. Uh, so, Sarah, now I'm kind of curious. Now, your, your name is Sarah Doc, which is D-O-X, uh, not D-O-C. Yes. So tell us, how does the uh, last name come about? Is that what uh, your trainer gave you, or did you come up with that on your own, or how did you come up with your last name for your wrestling um, persona? Well, they no one could ever say my maiden name. And everybody was like, what are you going to go by? What are you going to go by? And I, I'm really, I'm silly. I'm a goofy person. And I like puns. And I was, like, trying to come up with fun puns that came up that fit with Sarah that could be a gimmick. And one day I was just sitting around the house. And at the time I was cleaning up old books from college. And I, I was, there was one about paradoxes. And I was like, oh, man, Saradox, that's it. That'll be the name. You know, it's funny. Now that you've said that, I just I just put that together. Sarah Docs. I just got that. It's not Doc. Yeah. It's Docs. Well, yeah. well, you know, I, well, you know, <laughs> I have to sound things out. Sarah Docs. Not okay. Now it makes sense. I thought at first I thought maybe you're like sitting there watching reruns of uh, uh, Back to the Future, but it's Sarah Docs. <laughs> Instead of paradox. Okay. Well, that would make sense, right? Back to the future paradox. Yeah. We'd have a major paradox. Yeah. So, now, I'm just kind of curious. You know, uh, we're going to take a quick time out here. For everybody that's listening to the show right now, if you go to our Off the Roads page on Facebook, if you give us a like, uh, also go on to Ken uh, 89.1 FM on Facebook, give that page a like. Uh, we're going to enter you into our giveaway show uh, in December. Uh, you'll be eligible to win a um, an autograph from a past guest, uh, maybe a current guest or a future guest, or if you say something nice about the icon and say how much you love Ken FM, Ken's FM, uh, we'll probably let you pick who you want. Now, Sarah, we're kind of hoping that you'd be willing to participate in that. Would you, if I send you an address, would you be willing to send us some autographs for some giveaways, like maybe one or two, yes. if you could? Oh, definitely. All right. I will send that to you on Messenger, and we'll take care of that. And then uh, whatever you can do for us, we sure would appreciate it. So now, you know, you have, uh, you know, you've been in the business, uh, how, how long has it been now? 2013 is when I started training. So we're going on eight years. Eight years. Now, in those eight years, you've probably seen a lot of stuff. Now, how many different promotions have you worked for in those eight years? Oh, man. I'm gonna be honest. I don't know. That, that's have you had a chance the... to? Have you have you chased any titles or won any titles in any any of those? Oh yeah, um, I was RWA's women's champ. I've chased um, and competed for women's championships across probably six states. Um, I've competed for hardcore titles, and I was also a tag team champ this past year with my best friend Travis. You know, that's what I was going to ask you, you know, if you if if you never thought about tag team, you know, cuz I have a mask, but I usually just break it out on the weekends, but uh, you know, I would love to be a tag team partner with you. I think that'd be awesome. So, yeah. now you you you've been uh, you've been a tag team champ. Now, let me ask you this, do you think you'd be able to get uh, your tag team partner on with us at some point? Oh, yeah, Travis would love to be on. Travis Dykes, awesome. uh, the Coney Island Warrior, he's he's the best. We're real-life best friends and tag team partners. 
And uh, you guys obviously do mixed tags. Let me ask you this. Who would you say has been uh, your toughest opponent uh, doing mixed tags? And we'll talk about your toughest opponent in, in singles competition. Oh, man. In mixed tags, I, I would have to say our toughest opponents were um, Zen Fortune and Wicked. Um, there, we wrestle here in Morristown, Tennessee, at a place called ICWA, and uh, they're tough guys. It's very seldom that I swing on somebody and they just like smile back, and <laughs> they're tough guys. So they're they're obviously the bad guys, and they're obviously the cheaters because uh, you know. We, we we talk we we all know that this is a wrestling show and we all know about terms about selling for your opponent and uh you know you you got you got to sell for your opponent we have uh Sarah Dox is our guest here on Ken Ken's FM 89.1 I'll get that right we have 21 minutes so with uh with all that you know you you do the mixed tags you do more mixed tags now or do you do more singles competition or is it uh is it half and I half or? I, I do more singles than I do mixed tags. We really only get to tag at one or two places. Not a lot of places still want to book mixed tags. It's hard to get someone to want me and Travis to take, chase a title. They'd want one of us with someone else always. Well, I have an idea. If we can get you down here to North Dakota for our, our local uh, wrestling promotion, how about this? You and your tag team partner against Sylvester J. Fox and a female partner of his choice with Granny Hulkster in your corner swinging her cane. <laughs> now that, uh, that would be now that would be a, a that would be a sellout right there. What do you think, Granny? Would you be up for that? Oh yes. Anything I can do to to knock Sylvester J. Fox down a few notches. Um, bring it on. I'm, I'm ready. I'm all for it. <laughs> Sarah Docs, our guest here. We've got 20 minutes here on uh, Ken's FM 89.1. So now we, we won't spend a lot of time on this because uh, we know it was kind of depressing. But, you know, we went through the COVID thing, and we're kind of starting to turn the corner. And, it, you know, we may have a little relapse going back a little bit. But, now, tell, kind of tell us a little bit about how COVID affected you. Did you have to uh, cancel a whole bunch of events uh, that will be rescheduled, just canceled? Did you have to blank out your calendar to a certain point? Kind of take us through a little bit on how it affected your career. Um, I, I definitely had I had a lot of opportunities that, that got closed down. I was supposed to start wrestling at a company in Maine, and that didn't get to happen. They ended up closing their doors. Um, there was a bunch of things that, you know, it, it was a hard time. Everybody was kind of shut in and scared and didn't want to get sick. And I understand, but I also, so, I feel so you never had it. Then. No, I did not. My husband did, but I was real quick to quarantine him, um, and hide him away from the world. Um, but Tennessee and Georgia were very late to shut down and very early to open. So I I feel like I was lucky in comparison to a lot of wrestlers I know. I got to start wrestling again pretty soon after the the biggest portion of the shutdown happened. 
Yeah, well, we, we're, you know, everything it seems to be rebounding, and, uh, you know, we do uh, we do uh, do a lot of stuff with for independent wrestlers here. We have a lot of them on our show here, and uh, we hope that uh, any small-time wrestling company that uh, had to go through COVID uh, is rebounded, and, um, you know, anybody that's listening to the show here right now, if you have an independent wrestling show, uh, or an independent wrestling company that uh, you're a promoter for and you want to be a guest on our show so we can get your name out there, uh, find me on Facebook under Scott Icon Helmrass, and that's me, uh, or you can look up uh, Granny Hulkster or even Big Swing and uh, get in touch with one of us and we'll get you on the air. So Sarah Dox is our guest here. we got 18 minutes here with Sarah. So now let's kind of talk a little bit about uh, – one question I like to ask all independent wrestlers, and uh, I'm going to put it to you because no one has ever answered it the same way, and it's a two-part question. Let's say that you're at a show and a, uh, an affiliate from Ring of Honor or the WWE or uh, AEW, they come up to you after the show and say, you know what, we're having tryouts uh, next week in your town or uh, you know, a, a couple miles away here. We'd like you to check out. Two-part question. One, is that something that you want to do? And two, if you do get to try out and get that big multi-million dollar contract, we know you have the drive to that. Would you still be our friend? Still talk to us and not big time us? Um, one, I, I would love to try out for somewhere because I, I would like to. I am always about growing and becoming a better wrestler and being a better person. So I would love to know that I was good enough. But I, I have no desire to sign with any big companies. I have three kids. Um. Traveling like I do is already hard enough. I can't imagine those schedules. And two, I I hate sellouts and big timers. There's no way. I would always be your friend. I would always call in. There's That's just silly to me. Why well, forget the people that put you where you are? Right. And, uh, you know, a perfect example of that, and Granny, you can fill in the name here for me. Uh, um, our interview that started with AEW, that was, um, help me out here, Granny. Uh, Kenzie Page. Yeah, Kenzie Page. Uh, Big Swing was watching AEW. Uh, I'll tell you the story here, Sarah. Uh, uh, Big Swing was watching uh, uh, AEW, and then he he saw Kenzie Page uh, on, and he called me right away and he said, Hey, Icon, Kenzie Page is on. Turn on your TV. She's right there. Now, here's the thing about Kenzie. Uh, We were the first interview that she ever did when she was 17. And uh, yeah. I asked her the same question that you that I just asked you, and uh, I called her up, and she said, well, hey, Icon, great to hear from you. I only got a few minutes, but yeah. And uh, I said, hey, congratulations. You know, I'm glad that, uh, you know, uh, you're, you're, you're in the big time now, and, uh, you know, uh, hey, if you need a bodyguard, you know, I told her I can stop a bullet at once, so if you need a bodyguard, <laughs> I'm good to go there. Uh, Sarah Docks, our guest here. Uh, we got 15 minutes here on Ken's FM 89.1. So now, kind of tell us a little bit about uh, your upcoming schedule. Uh, uh, take us through um, the next, uh, if you know what your schedule is, your next couple months, when your next event is, where it is, uh, and if you know about ticket information, kind of take us through that. Um, I am currently. Uh nursing some stitches for the next 10 days. So my next show will be in uh, North Carolina, August 21st. It'll be Unholy Warfare 4, all for Colts. 
Um, and it is a crazy wild deathmatch show. It's super fun. It's a it's a big deal for me. It's the first uh, big tournament I'll be participating in. And then from there, I have uh, I do a, I do ICWA in Morristown, Tennessee, TPW in Knoxville and Maryville, Tennessee. And then I have uh, I'm sorry, I'm a little tongue-tied. I went to say something and lost it. I'll be participating. Well, we'll kind of fill that in. Eight. So now let me ask. What, what, we're going to kind of circle back here a little bit. Now, um, so this is like an elimination tournament, going for a title or going for a shot for a title? No, they only run this show once a year, and it's kind of like an invitational kind of deal, like just to be the the best amongst deathmatch wrestlers uh, that are around at the time. So I, I'm really excited because... As far as I'm aware, we're the first women to be competing in a singles there. So that's really exciting. So let me ask you this then. Have you uh have you uh been up against any of these uh combatants before or are they all, all new to you? Um, who I'll be facing at Unholy Warfare is new to me. I've never been up against her. Her okay, name is so now, Rocky, and I've I've never even met her. So now, if you defeat her, then uh, do you like go on to like face somebody else, or is it just like uh, kind of take us through that? No, um, it's just me and her. Uh, it's a a hardcore match um, that is, from my understanding, uh, I don't believe all of the details are out just yet. But from my understanding, we're doing a hardcore match that is essentially like circus and freak show sideshow themes so i'm really interested to see what weapons they have for us and how it's going to go uh sarah docks is our guest here on uh ken's 89.1 fm uh 12 minutes left so now it's going to be a hardcore match uh so you don't know what weapons are going to do and you said it's going to be like a circus freak show thing so uh so we're probably going to get out the lions and the tigers and the bears uh, probably oh, some whip. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, what else do they use at the circus? Uh, are they going to bring out the clowns? Bring out the uh, the jugglers? Uh, I, you know, I I, uh, I I can't wait to see that. You'll have to let me know if I can get a hold of that or see that. Uh, like, yeah, um, awesome. So now let's uh, let's go back to this. Now you said you you said you're nursing some stitches. What happened? Yes. I was in a death match at um, my local promotion, TPW, that I'm at every month religiously. Um, they're my family. They did me a great service and brought in two of my dream opponents in one night, and it was Randy West and Mickey Knuckles and me in a death match. And I made it, like, all the way through the match, and we were going real hard and wild. And at some point in time, I don't, I'm not sure when or how exactly, a light tube got busted and it cut my bicep. And it okay. cut about a four inch by two inch by two and a half inch deep gash. 
Wow. So okay. So basically, uh, you did what uh, I used to do as a kid. You know, uh, you know, your parents had those uh, those those cool lights like they have in the schools with the. You know, I thought they were lightsabers when I was a kid. So I used to swing them oh, yeah. around. And oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, uh, the thing is though, I was always wondering why in Star Wars. The lightsabers never broke. The ones I would swing would always break. I never got that. I never understood that. Uh, and yeah. now I know why. So now, uh, was, was it was it a cheap shot or? No, we, all three of us, I actually invited them into the ring. I Each of us got a light tube. They were eight feet long. So these are very long fluorescent lights. And uh, we all swung for the fences and... I believe what happened is one must have broken on my back and the end piece came down around and hit my arm. Oh, my goodness. Well, I'll tell you what. I'll definitely have to make sure that I don't ask for you why well, I have your phone number. I won't ask you out for a date because uh, especially <laughs> if the light bulbs are. Uh, uh, <laughs> we have Sarah Doxer, our guest here. We're live on 10 FM 89.1. We have nine minutes left. So we can do this here. If our uh, fans wanted to check you out and see it, you got a Facebook, an Instagram, a YouTube, a Twitter, a Twitch, a GoFundMe, a uh, a light bulb uh, uh, membership. What do you got? I I don't have a light bulb membership, but I do have a Facebook and an Instagram. You can find me under Sarah Kirkland or Sarah Docs. Um, I also am always on the pro wrestling Georgia page and the women's pro wrestling network in Georgia, uh, total psychopathic wrestling. I'm tagged in all of their stuff. So I, all right. I, I'm pretty easy to find. I don't have a Twitter anymore. My Twitter is not active. Although it does say my name, I haven't been on it in over like a year and a half. Now, one thing that uh, I, I'm kind of curious to ask about now, uh, if you re- if you know what I'm referring to, uh, the icon made you a cool collector's card for your appearance on the show tonight, and uh, I'm just kind of curious about about on the card there. You're uh, I don't know. It looks like you're trying to uh, give a haircut to your opponent. Uh, could you tell yeah. us who that person is, and what did she do to make you mad? Uh, that is Crystal Rose. Uh, she's probably my longest feuding opponent. We've fought in, well, probably my second longest. We've fought in multiple states. Um, she's always the the thing that's making me mad. Um, and that was my first hardcore match, and I, I was trying to remove her hair with a pizza cutter. Okay. Uh, so uh, so uh, I guess that uh, if... Uh, <laughs> if a local pizza place was looking for a delivery gal, they wouldn't call you. <laughs> I mean, it depends on how troublesome the pizza delivery area is. I mean, if you got a bunch of people that I don't that don't pay, like. Well, I'll tell you what. If you ever delivered pizza and they saw that, I'd I'd make sure that uh, I I'd, I'd make sure that you get a tip. There are dogs. Sarah Docs, our guest here, we're live on Ken's FM 89.1 here in Fargo, North Dakota. we got Granny Hulkster, and uh, unfortunately, Big Swing might not be able to join us tonight. Uh, he, um, They have no power where he's at, unfortunately. Uh, he can't charge his phone, so he can't call in, but uh, we'll have him back next week. 
so uh, real quick here, uh, we have uh, we have about uh, five minutes here before we got to wrap this up. Uh, Granny, you got anything else for our guest there, Sarah Docs? No, I think we've really covered everything. I mean, it was a really great interview. And real quick, sir, I'm going to ask you uh, if you, um, you know, I asked you about, uh, you know, the WWE and AEW, and you mentioned that would not be something you want to do because of your your family. But uh, it, so I'm going to kind of circle back to that. So I, it wouldn't matter if they would uh, offer you, say, uh, you know, six figures. Uh, they'd let you bring your kids on the road. They'd pay to have your kids taken care of. You you still wouldn't do that? Uh, my thing is, uh, I got into wrestling because my grandmother was a wrestling fanatic. And I had a very uh, traditional, like, I, I was in one town my whole life kind of upbringing. And I've taken my kids to shows. On numerous occasions, I have no problem with the kids coming to see me. I actually love when they get to watch me. I can't imagine dragging them around forever on that kind of schedule and what it would be like. I feel like you'd have to homeschool them in order to keep them with you all the time. And I'm just a savvy mom. Well, you know, just think if your kids were homeschooled, eventually they'd be graduates of UPS. Uh, Sarah Cox is our guest here. Uh, we have about uh, four minutes left. So now my my final uh, couple questions here uh, with uh, with your upcoming schedule and uh, you know what you want what you're doing right now and uh, where you're going. Uh, do you see yourself uh, uh, in the uh, uh, how, how many more? How long, much longer would you say you want to be in the business? I mean, you're, uh, you know, I was always told never ask a gal how old she is, but, uh, you know, and, uh, you know, you're an independent wrestler, so, you know, they don't really have, like, you know, retirement benefits and whatnot, but how many more years would you say that you want to continue wrestling? I mean, I want to be uh, the fabulous Nola or Mae Young. I, I want to be old and gray and spanky short. Um wrestling at 70. <laughs> that would be awesome. Now, now, you mentioned that your grandmother was a wrestling fanatic. Uh, did she ever see you wrestle, or is she no longer with us? Or um, No, unfortunately, my grandmother never got to see me wrestle in person. I brought her many videos over the years, and she got to see those, so that was always really great for me. I was really close with my grandmother, and uh, she battled lung cancer four times over the course of 10 years and was... Oh, sorry uh, to hear that. Oh, it's okay. I mean, it's life. And she was stuck in her home for the last four, but she was my biggest supporter. She made wild threats via phone calls and the Internet constantly. So she, so she was kind of like your guardian in and out of the ring. Yeah. That's awesome. Uh, Sarah Dox is our guest here. We only have a few more minutes, but, uh, you know, we do, uh, we do, t- uh, thank you for taking the time on your schedule to join us. Uh, and, uh, we would like to have you on again. If we could, uh, you could hook me up with your tag team partner. Uh, we'd sure like to get him, uh, on the air with us and, uh, you know, let him know I'll make him a cool collector's card. And then I sent you that address, um, to send us some autographs for our giveaway show there in December. So no rush on that, but, uh, uh, we do appreciate you taking time out of your schedule to join us tonight. You have been very awesome, 
And uh, we want to thank you for all you do, and uh, we want to uh, wish you luck in your continued success uh, in your career, and we will definitely have you on again uh, because uh, we love everything that you do. Thank you so much. I had so much fun. Thank you, Sarah. Have a great night. Thank you for being on. Thank you for having me. All right, Sarah Docks. Sarah Docks, ladies and gentlemen. Now that it's not Sarah Doc, it's Sarah Docks, now that I know that. Uh, you're listening to Attitude Era Live here live on Ken's FM 89.1 in Fargo, North Dakota. It uh, looks like our next guest is uh, on the phone with us, so we're going to put her through right now. And uh, we'll introduce her, and then we'll have some fun with this one, if I can get to you right uh, there we go. Okay, ladies and gentlemen. Stepping out of the green room and walking down the aisle. Our second combatant of the night, and she's wearing the stripes. Ladies and gentlemen, I give you Amanda Menzing. Hey, this is Amanda Menzing. You're listening to Attitude Air with the hosts, the Icon, the Big Swing, and Granny Holster. How are you, Amanda? Thanks for joining us tonight. How are you doing? I'm good. Thank you guys for having me on. And we do appreciate you coming on on such short notice, too. Uh, Amanda Mensing is our guest here. We're live on Cam's FM 89.1. We have about 30 minutes with, uh, with uh, Amanda. So now here's what we're going to do, Amanda. You have, um, you have me and Granny Hulkster here live with you. If you want to give us a little background about yourself, and then we'll uh, have some fun with the interview here. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, my name is Amanda Mensing. Uh, I am a... Uh, well, I actually started off as a referee for Midwest All-Pro Wrestling in Sioux Falls, South Dakota, which is where I'm originally from. Uh, I actually got started at Midwest All-Pro about uh, four years ago um, when I started training. I'd actually been a fan of Midwest All-Pro for uh, about two years before then, and I actually won a free semester of wrestling training. So I decided to... Uh, get myself in the ring at about 36 years old uh, and see how I would do. Uh, it didn't take me too long to realize I was not the greatest wrestler in the world, um, but I really, really loved being in the ring. So I kind of uh, graduated to being a referee. Um, fast forward a couple of years, I did take a, a short break um, after being a referee for a few shows. Uh, found that I really, really missed it. Uh, and then I came in um, about almost two years ago now. And I started off being a referee, uh, and right around that time, uh, I actually started dating one of the wrestlers at NAP. And I, I moved more towards uh, being a manager uh, and going to the ring with him. So that's where I am as far as Midwest All Pro. Um, and then I've, I'm really wanting to take the referee experience that I have and kind of take that out on the road. So I'm doing uh, my first show as a referee for uh, Below Zero Wrestling in uh, two weeks. So I'm really excited for that. Um, as somebody who's been a fan of wrestling for well over 20 years, uh, this is something that I never thought I'd get to do. Um, and just being able to be in the ring and around so many people that love wrestling and in the independent wrestling scene 
is is a huge dream come true for me. So now, uh, you know, you you mentioned you started in Sioux Falls. So that's uh, Eugene's school, is it not? Yeah, that is correct. Uh, it's it's uh, led by Nick Eugene Dinsmore. Right, and now he's a good friend of mine. He's a good friend of the show, and uh, you know, for those of those for those of you who remember uh, Eugene, uh, he started out in the WWE as Eric Bischoff's nephew, and uh, he won the tag team championships. He won a couple singles titles, uh, and the one thing that I could never, I always want to ask Eugene is, uh, he married Miss South Dakota, and I'll tell the story real quick here. Uh, I don't want to take away from your time, Amanda, but uh, he married Miss South Dakota. And I asked him, I said, you know, you're a wrestler, and, you know, I mean, he's a great guy, uh, you know, uh, and I'm just wondering, how did you land Miss South Dakota? And you know what he told me? He introduced (laughs) her to Hulk Hogan. He introduced her to Hulk Hogan. I mean, he would call her every night because she was a a weather gal in Sioux Falls. He would call her every night, and he finally introduced her to uh, Hulk Hogan. And then uh, I guess everything took off from there. So, you know, usually when I call a woman every night that I wasn't dating and I was trying to date, I would get a a restraining order. He introduced her to Hulk Hogan. He's married in South Dakota. How does that work? (laughs) That's not fair. (laughs) I have no idea how that works. Amanda Mensing is our guest here. We have uh, 27 minutes here on Ken's FM 89.1. So now, you know, you mentioned your referee, so that's not really, uh, you know, we'll, we'll get to that question in a second. But uh, in your uh, time being a referee and uh, moving into wrestling, uh, was it like, uh, did you be, uh, you know, you started out as a referee and then you wanted to be, did you just want to become a wrestler to say that, you know, you have, uh, you know, you have the build to be a wrestler? How did uh, that trans, uh, transition happen? So, you know, like I said, when I had first gotten into the ring, I was like, I'm not that great of a wrestler. I'm really not. Um, it's, you know, a lot of people want to you know, talk about being, it being fake and everything. And I tell you what, when you take those first few bumps, there is nothing fake about what that feels like. Um, it takes a lot to get used to that. I had bumps and bruises on me for so long that I had no clue where they came from. Um, but the thing about it is is that it's, it's kind of an addiction. Um, you get into it and you just realize how much you love it and how you don't want to get away from it. And I actually went from being uh, a referee and slowly started kind of go, wanting to go more into the storylines of MAP. Um, and like I said, my, my uh, boyfriend is actually an MAP wrestler. And things kind of got generic from there. Um, Nick said, you know, you guys are dating, so let's, you know, let's play on this. Why don't you go ahead and, you know, start accompanying him to the ring, start being his manager. Um, and the more I was kind of more part of the storyline and the more I, I really got into being able to support him, um, I just kind of I, – I feel like managers right now, um, if you look at WWE or AEW, they're there, um, but they're not, they're not always featured. And I feel like I really want to give a, a voice to – you know, the managers in these independent um, wrestling promotions. I just think we need more of them. Amanda Mensing is our guest here. We have uh, 
We have 25 minutes here on Ken's FM Live, 89.1 here in Fargo, North Dakota. So now, your wrestling style, would you consider yourself to be more like a, uh, a Earl Hebner, um, uh, you know, kind of like uh, the good guy that uh, screwed Bret Hart, or are you more like a Nick Patrick who just became a heel referee, or are you more like a guest spot referee, kind of like, uh, I don't know, like, well, you know, like a guest star, like, uh, like Roddy Piper. What is your refereeing style? You know, when I first started, I was really an Earl Hebner. I mean, I was really trying to be that that good uh, good guy, or I guess in my sense, good gal referee. Um, but I feel like the more I've gone on uh, being a referee and and getting reactions from the audience the way I do, um, I flip more into that heel style. I feel like a heel comes naturally to me um, for some reason or another. Well, that's great. Now, with that being said, Granny, we have a heel. We have Amanda Mensing. We have 24 minutes. Go ahead, Granny. What do you got? She's a heel. Well, welcome to the show. And Granny doesn't like the heels. Oh, I, no. I am. And yeah, I, I think I would have fun talking some smack to you at a wrestling oh. event. <laughs> I really would. You, you probably would. You probably would. I'm sure we could go back and forth a little bit. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And you would tell me to sit down and shut up, you know, and, you know, and <laughs> I'd probably say something like, well, if you think you're woman enough to do it, just try it and see what happens, <laughs> you know, or something to that effect. So I've actually had wrestlers tell me to sit down and shut up before I break a hip. So, or they'll ask me if I've had a curfew or if I have a curfew at the nursing home is is the big favorite <laughs> one that I like to hear so yeah I could see that I could see that yeah so I guess my question to you is um, if you had an opportunity to have any kind of dream match who would you want your opponent to be and what kind of match would you want to do um Boy, I, I tell you what, when it comes to female wrestlers, I think, you know, I, I really started getting into the business back when um, China was around, Alita was around, uh, Trish Stratus. I think if I had to go into my dream match, I would have to say it would probably be against Trish Stratus in a tables match. Because one of the oh, things that's... on my bucket list, one of the things on my bucket list, before I die, I'm going to go through a table. Wow, that would be an awesome thing to see. Well, then we should have hooked you up with our last guest. Uh, she was uh, talking about going through some death matches, and uh, she was telling us how uh, she uh, she's ner- <laughs> she her, here's the term that she used. She was nursing some stitches because she was. Uh, uh, you know those uh, lights that they have in, uh, in in school, those long uh, those long fluorescent lights. Uh, she yes. took one of those to the back, and it uh, cut her pretty deep. So uh, that's how that's the kind of wrestling matches that she does. She does hardcore matches, and uh, you know, I we should we should have we should have had you on to talk about that. Speaking there of we go. There speaking we go. of that, 
speaking of that, we have uh, Amanda Mensing as our guest here. We have uh, 21 minutes here on Cairns FM, 89.1 FM in Fargo. Now, I'm kind of curious. Now, you mentioned that, uh, you know, you met your boyfriend, and he's a wrestler, and you're a wrestler. Have you ever got to re- uh, wrestle? Have you ever got to referee any of his matches? Uh, the reason why, well, I'll let you answer that question, and I'll come back to my other point on that. Uh, you know, right around the beginning of our relationship, um, I did referee some of his matches. Um, I would say probably up until about a year ago. Um, and then we couldn't, I couldn't ref one of his matches without everybody in the crowd saying I was completely biased. Um, so we kind of started to go away from that, um, once our relationship got a little bit more public, um, with the crowd because we have a pretty small crowd um, and a lot of people do know us outside of, of uh, you know, outside of the wrestling biz. So we, we did stop that after a while. Well, you know, it's like, you know, I, I guess I can understand that, but uh, you know, you can, you can, you can kind of look at it like this. Uh, look at Triple H and Stephanie. I mean, uh, you know, she's always, uh, she's always helping him out. I mean, you know, they don't seem to have a problem with it. Uh, yep, exactly. and, and they are heels, obviously, and you're, you know, you kind of doing the heelish thing. Um, Amanda Mensing is our guest here. We have uh, 19 minutes here on Cairns FM 89.1 here in Fargo, North Dakota. So now my my question is, we we're, we're going to touch on this a little bit. We won't spend uh, too much time on it because we know how depressing it was. But you know, we just went through the whole COVID thing. We're kind of starting to turn down the corner a little bit on this. Uh, kind of take us through how it affected you. Did you have to blank out your calendar at a certain point? Uh, shows uh, canceled, postponed, rescheduled. Uh, kind of take us through how it affected you. Um, you know, in South Dakota, we were, we were pretty lucky. Um, there weren't a lot of things that were shut down. Uh, I think we canceled about three shows um, in Sioux Falls because bars were shut down, event centers were shut down. Um, and then once we started picking up again, it was probably in about June. Um, so, and then a lot of that, I remember the first show back and we were all wearing masks and I said, I, I just can't ref in a mask again because it was hard for me. And I, I, the wrestlers were just having a really tough time struggling with it. Um, so it did throw kind of a damper on things for a good three months um, before we thankfully kind of kick back up again. Um, but I know in, you know, other areas we had shows that were canceled, especially Minnesota, Iowa. Um, we didn't get any shows there for quite a while. Um, I know my my thought process is as, as a referee has always been I want to go to different states um, and referee for different promotions, and that's really slow down because of COVID and because, um, you know, because so many shows are shut down or they're not really doing as many as they used to. Uh, so that really obviously does throw kind of a, a wrench in things. I'm, I'm very thankful, though, that, you know, we only missed a few shows in South Dakota. Um, you know, we were able, for a long time, there weren't a whole lot of fans that came in. Um, I know we have had some wrestlers down due to COVID, you know, even in the past couple of months there's still been some that have you know that have uh that have had it um but i think we're kind of starting to maybe turn that corner a little bit we've had a, our past shows 
we've probably had close to 100 people there, which if you're in a bar, it's actually a really good crowd. Um, so I'm, I'm excited that we, we feel like we're going a little bit more back to normal again. So, so with that all being said, then, my, my next question for you is the fact that, uh, you know, you, uh, you know, we talked a little bit about uh, your relationship, and uh, we're kind of, uh, do you think maybe you can, uh, you can get your, par- uh, your partner on with us, and uh, maybe uh, he uh, might want to be on the show at some point? Yeah, absolutely. He would love to. Awesome. And we'll take a quick uh, time out here for our, uh, the fans that uh, our regular fans know and our new fans on Ken FM here, uh, Ken's FM uh, 89.1. If you go to our Facebook page, Off the Ropes, or if you go to Ken's FM page on, uh, on Facebook, if you give us a like, you'll automatically be qualified to win an autograph from a past guest, a current guest, or a future guest. And if you say something nice about... Uh, uh, the icon on uh, either one of the pages, uh, maybe let, let you pick. But we got to take a quick uh, time out to do a. Uh, we got to do a station identification. We'll pause here ten seconds for that, and uh, we'll go ahead and get that uh, done here in just a second. Uh, we have Amanda Mensing as our guest here, uh, live on Ken's FM 89.1. We got about 15 minutes. Uh, when we get the liner here, that'll play here. Um, Okay. Well, like I say, this is our first time uh, on Kansas. Uh, we'll get all the bugs worked out. This is uh, this is all this is all new to me. He's got all this cool fancy equipment. Like I say, Ken is a you know a great engineer, and I'm not just saying that because he's standing here. He is. I mean, if you have uh, if you have a piece of electrical equipment that's not working, uh, you know, uh, Ken Ken could probably fix it. I mean. Uh, you know, uh, you told me the story. Well, we're going to have him on the air to tell a story about that. But, uh, you know, taking apart radios and making CDs do stuff that uh, they're not supposed to do, like make them sound like the chipmunks, stuff like that. Uh, we're going to do a legal ID right now. Pause 10 seconds. Thanks for listening to 89.1 Ken's FM. We are listener-supported radio, so the programming you hear on our station is funded by our members and these local and area businesses. Need a website for your business or storage for all those files cluttering up your computer? Well, WINK Web Hosting has the answer. Inspect the website right here at 89.1 Ken's FM. It's hosted by WINK. Plus, we offer web hosting, data storage, and more. You can get more information at www.webhosting.me for more details. That's www.ebhosting.me. You're listening to 89.1 Ken's FM, KNNZ-FM, Holly, Fargo-Moorhead. Independent public radio for Fargo-Moorhead and the Valley. Also on the web at www.kensfm.com. All right, and we want to thank all our sponsors, uh, our new sponsors, uh, especially Ken's FM, 89.1 here in Fargo. So uh, Amanda Mensing's our guest here. we got 13 minutes. Uh Thank you for uh, being on with us. Now, one thing I'd like to ask all independent wrestlers, and uh, I'm sure that you're going to have a different take on it, but uh, and I'll put it to you. Uh, now, let's say that uh, you're at an event, or you and your boyfriend are at an event there, and uh, an official from WWE or Ring of Honor or AEW is at an event, and they say, hey, you know, we're having tryouts in Sioux Falls here next week. We'd like you to come check it out. Two-part question. One, is that something you want to do? Because we know you got to drive to get that uh, six-figure contract. 
And uh, second part is, if you do get that big-time contract, would you still be our friend and not big-time us and still be willing to talk to us and let us know that, uh, let people know you know me? Well, I'll answer your second question first. And absolutely, yes, I would be. Um, you know, and I was listening to the previous guest, and, and I think the funny part is our our answers would probably be very similar. I'm a mom to uh, six-year, almost seven-year-old twin boys. Um so that would always be a, a factor in, you know, depending on wh- whether I'd want to do it or not. Would it be something I'd potentially jump on if I could take the kids on the road with me and that's what we could do? Absolutely. I think the experience would be something that they would definitely never forget. Um, of course, I'd have to get the blessing of their dad. Um, but I think I I love this life so much. Um and I love being in the ring, and I just love the experience and how I literally have, like, a whole other family because of wrestling. Um, I think I would definitely jump on the opportunity to do it. Uh, I think it would be a once-in-a-lifetime offer that I, I couldn't say no to. Now, you mentioned that uh, uh, you, ha- you have twin boys, so I'm kind of curious about that. Now, uh, they know what mom does. She's a, she's a wrestler, and I'm sure they're wrestling fans. Now, let's say that uh, your twin boys come up to you and say, hey, Mom, we want to train to be wrestlers. Is that something that you'd want them to get into? Or, or do you try and uh, want to steer them away to be like doctors and lawyers and, uh, you know, so you have a better retirement plan? You know, I, I thought about that question a lot, actually. And if it was something that they were passionate about and that they wanted to do, um, I would be 100% behind them. Um, I listened to an interview with John Moxley where he was asked the exact same question, um, and he said, yes, absolutely. I would, be, I would want to be the one to teach you how to do it safely, though. Um, so I, I would absolutely support them as long as they were trained under someone who knew exactly what they were doing and knew how to do all of the moves safely. Um, because I, I don't want them going through life wondering what if I did this. Um, I would 100% support with whatever they wanted to do. Well, so, you know, you mentioned that they, so they get good training. I mean, uh, you know, we know that uh, Eugene, uh, Nick Densmore, uh, you know, he's got a pretty good school. Uh, I've been there. I've met a lot of wrestlers that have came through there. We've we featured a lot on our show. I mean, would you uh, – would you try and hook them up with Nick, or would you uh, want to have them trained uh, with someone that uh, you weren't familiar with, or would you want to go with Nick? Um, I would. I, I think I'd want to go with Nick. Um, you know, I trust him. I know all of the wrestlers that he's trained here in Sioux Falls. Um, I, I have a, a big family with all of the guys. Um, I, I know that they would all have the best interests of my kids at heart, and they would probably do more to protect them um, and make sure what they were doing was right than anything. So, yeah, I absolutely trust Nick. That's awesome. We have uh, Amanda Mensing here live on Cans FM 89.1. We have about nine minutes. So, now, kind of take us through uh, your your schedule for, uh, you know, the next couple months or if you know what your schedule is for the rest of the year. Kind of take us through uh, uh, where you're going to be booked, your next event, uh, where fans might be able to get tickets or come see you. Kind of take us through that. Yeah, absolutely. So um, the next event that I personally am going to be at 
is uh, Below Zero Wrestling. Um, and I have to think about, we're going to be actually in Binford, North Dakota on Saturday, August 21st. Um, and that is going to be my debut at Below Zero Wrestling. So I'm really excited for that. Um, I am also booked here at MAP. Um, any of our shows uh, in Sioux Falls are scheduled at MidwestAllPro.com. Um, and then also the next show I know we have coming up for MAP is during a festival in October that is called Supercon. Uh, and October 1st is our show entitled Supermania, and that's one of our biggest shows of the year. Um, so I'm really excited for that one. Uh, and like I said, MidwestAllPro.com, we always have shows that are popping up um, around Sioux Falls. We've done a lot of shows in the South Dakota, Iowa area. Um, so we've always got something kind of new and, and coming up. And I'm hoping uh, to maybe get some shows in Fargo coming up this, this winter, too. Now, where was that town in North Dakota that you're going to be in? So it is um, Binford, North Dakota. Binford, North Dakota. You know, I'm in Fargo, North Dakota. I don't even know where Binford is. I should know where Binford is, but. uh... Yeah, it's a a resort called Red Willow Resort. Oh, okay. All right. I know where that is. Okay. Yep. I think it's a little bit west of Fargo, if I remember correctly. Okay, you said now that's on August 23rd, you said? It will be on August 21st, so a week from August Saturday. 21st. Okay, so uh, if uh, if I can get out there and come see you, maybe uh, if you have the ability, maybe I can get on your guest list and I can come uh, hang with you guys. <laughs> hey, I can certainly see what I can do. All right, and then... Uh, uh, we'll kind of circle back. Now, I, I mentioned that uh, our fans, if you uh, go to our, uh, either Ken's FM uh, on Facebook or our Off the Rose page, you give us a like. Uh, uh, you have a chance to win a, uh autographed picture from a past guest, a current guest, or a future guest. Would you be willing to send us a few autographs for uh, giveaways if I uh, send you an address? Would you be willing to do that for I, us? I absolutely can do that. Awesome. Amanda Mensing is our guest here. We have a few more minutes here before we got to wrap this up. We got about five minutes, and then we got uh, we got our guest from uh, Twisted Angels coming on here. So, uh, so our fans can check you out and follow you and see what you're doing. You got a Facebook, an Instagram, a YouTube, a Twitter, a Twitch, a GoFundMe. What do you got? So I have. Um, if you just search Amanda Wrestler on Facebook, I am on Facebook. Literally just Amanda. Um, also, you can follow my uh, Twitter, and my Twitter is at NerdMomRambles. Uh, and then I also have an Instagram under uh, Amanda Mensing. So that's my that's my Instagram page. So those are my three main those are my three main uh, social medias. Yeah, I, I, I kind of like that. You said it's at Nerd Mom? Yep, at Nerd Mom Rambles. Okay. I'll have to, I'll have to check that out. I'm kind of curious on how you, you came up with that name. But uh, Amanda Mensing is our guest here. Uh, we have a we have about uh, five minutes here with Amanda here on Kansas FM 89.1 live here in Fargo, North Dakota. So now 
real quick here, um, if we were to, uh, uh, you know, maybe you can have, uh, you know, your uh, boyfriend uh, contact me on uh, a Facebook Messenger. I'd like to get him on and let him know that I'll make a, a cool collector's card for him. Speaking of that collector's card, what did you think of the one I made for you? Love it. It's great. All right, and you are free to use that for any promotional pictures you want. Uh, I just kind of, uh, I thought it was kind of cool how you uh, uh, was trying to remember which uh, actress I, uh, you look like. Um, you know, it doesn't matter, but uh, I, I had pinpointed it, and uh, now, I, now I forgot who it was, but it, it doesn't matter. <laughs> so, um so now, uh, Amanda, with uh, with your uh, upcoming schedule, and uh, you know, you have twin boys that you have to, you know, uh, and you know, school is going to be starting everything. So, uh, you know, does having uh, uh, you know uh, a family like that um, does that uh, does that uh, kind of uh, sway how you do your schedules, and like when you travel and stuff, or you bring them with you? How, how does uh, having uh, two twin boys? Uh, uh, change your schedule or how you book yourself or get booked? Yeah, it, it definitely makes an impact. Um, I'm I'm thankful to have uh, their dad is, is is wonderful. We actually moved uh, our entire schedule with, with them around to make sure I could make all my events uh, this summer. And I, I have a wonderful mom who loves her grandkids dearly, who, who takes them a lot. Um, but I do try to set up my bookings right around the time when, like, for example, they're with their dad. So then that way I don't feel like I'm taking time away from them. So it, what I found is it's a big balancing act um, to get my two worlds kind of kind of in one. But it works. It works. And uh, you know you have the uh, you have the drive to do that, and uh, you know we do uh, respect everything that you do on there, which is which is really really awesome. So uh, Amanda Mensing is our guest here. We have uh, we have about uh, 120 seconds here before we got to wrap this up, but we do thank you for taking time out of your schedule to join us. And uh, like I say, we would like to get your boyfriend on, and uh, maybe we, we both can uh, have you guys on, and I can give you guys uh, some cool strategies on how to uh, so you can referee his matches. So people would not know, uh, you know, I, I have some angles on that for you, and I think that might help you guys out so that he can win more matches. Like when he goes for that world title, uh, you can help him secure that. You can do the whole uh, uh, Montreal screw job Earl Hebner thing, you know. I love that idea. I love it. Awesome. Well, I'll tell you what, we thank you. We appreciate you taking time on your schedule to join us tonight. It's been awesome, and we would like to have you on again. Uh, have him uh, give me a shout on Facebook, and we'll get you guys both on again. Awesome. Thank you guys so much for having me. I appreciate it. Awesome. Amanda Mensing, ladies and gentlemen, live on Kent FM 89.1. So we're just waiting for our uh, uh, our next guest to call in, and it's going to be interesting because they're actually uh, – one guest is in Australia, so it's actually Monday for us. It's actually Tuesday morning for her, so we're going to try and uh, sync this up. Uh, hopefully, uh, we can get this uh, thing set up here. Uh, we'll wait for their call in, and uh, he's, he's uh, calling from um, calling in from the WhatsApp. So hopefully, they can get that uh, working uh, with uh, with that situation there. Uh, and, uh, yeah, so, Granny, how you doing out there? I'm good. 
All right, and uh, we're uh, unfortunately in big swing. Uh, he said he probably might not be able to join us because uh, they got no, they still got no power. So, you know, if you have no power where you're at and you have no internet connection, it's you know, it's kind of like uh, living on a desert island. Makes I it guess. very difficult. <laughs> Makes yeah. it very difficult. So, uh, yeah. So, uh, so Granny, what else? Do you got any uh, uh, events coming up that you're gonna, uh, any wrestling events coming up that you're going to be going to? And uh, we unfortunately lost Bobby Eaton this last week. Yes, uh, actually, um, I'm very good friends with his sister and his daughter and you know prayers definitely go out to the family and many friends you know uh, Bobby's wife Donna was build up, superstar Bill Dundee's daughter so definitely prayers to the families for sure um, we actually at our show that we did this past Saturday we actually dedicated the show uh, in memory of Bobby, beautiful Bobby Eaton, and I actually wore my Queen of TCW Granny Hulkster shirt just for that event Saturday night. Um, Johnny, we had Johnny Swinger in attendance at our wrestling show. He he main evented uh, against Spider, and it was a really good show, really good match. Uh, unfortunately, Spider won. Um, you know. Likes to keep the feet on the rope. You know, he had to cheat to win, but you know, when you're the heel, you know, you got to do what well, takes, we, uh, I guess, to win any way you can. <laughs> well, we we know how much uh, Granny lo- uh, loves the cheaters, you know, especially. Uh, so, uh, well, it looks but it, like. But, uh, it, but it was a good. It was a good show. Um, September eighteenth. For the Crawford County Fair in Mulberry, we are actually going to be having another event for Down South Championship Wrestling. And former WWE superstar Eugene is going to be there that night. We're going to do an autograph signing uh, from 5 to 7, like a meet and greet thing. Uh, You can get your picture taken with Eugene. And uh, uh, then we're going to be having a wrestling show that night as well. So I'm looking forward to that. I've uh, my family and I have actually met Eugene before at uh, Mid States Wrestling in out of which runs out of Harrison, Arkansas, a few years back. Really nice guy. I really enjoyed getting to see him wrestle. So I'm looking forward to seeing that. Well, uh, I found out that uh, they're having issues calling in on WhatsApp app, and we're still going to have a third guest here. Um, and uh, I do, have, I do, I did set up a backup just in case. Uh, you know, I I know how much uh, I know how much uh, beautiful Bobby uh, Eaton meant to you, and uh, I was going to call you uh, about that, but we'll uh, we'll we'll kind of channel that for now here. We'll probably pick that up in the end, but. Uh, I'm going to bring our uh, our next guest on, and uh, I'm going to introduce him, and then we'll have some fun. So, ladies and gentlemen, stepping out of the green room and walking down the aisle, she gives new meaning to the word "bam bam," and she's going to tell us why she brings new meaning to the word "bam bam," and that is her name, ladies and gentlemen. I give you "bam bam." Hey yo, how are you? How's it going, Bam Bam? Welcome to the show. 
All right. Uh, well, we do appreciate uh, you joining us tonight, Bam Bam. Uh, we uh, had a little issue with, uh, you know, the time scheduling. I, I do apologize that I, I booked uh, two guests at uh, at um, at the same time, but uh, you know, it's it's always good to have uh, a backup. Uh, hold on one second here. Let's see. Yes. Looks like we have another guest calling in here. Hold on one second. We'll put you on the hold real quick here. All good. Caller, go ahead. Seven one seven. Hi there. This is Mike of the Twisted Angels. I managed to get uh, Karina and Karina for you. Okay. All right. Well. All right. Well, I'll tell you what, uh, Bam Bam. I know you're on hold. Uh, we will we will come back to you in a little bit. Uh, we'll go ahead and do these guys real quick, and then we'll go back to Bam Bam. So hold on real quick. Uh, so uh, we'll go back to this, ladies and gentlemen. Our our next guest of the night, we have uh, the Twisted Angel Gals. We have the Leopard Print Blonde and Karina Kiss. How are you gals? Uh, good. Good, thank you. All right, so you'll have to let us know who is who. Uh, So I'm Karina Kiss from Massachusetts. Okay. And I'm Karina Leopard Print Blonde from Australia. All right, and which one is, oh, you're, uh, so uh, the Leopard Print Blonde is in Australia, so it's Tuesday morning where you're at, correct? Yes, well, it's afternoon. All right, so we're we're definitely we're definitely calling into the future. So here's what we're gonna do, real quick. We'll have each gal uh, kind of give a little background about themselves, and we'll interview you, and then we'll go back to Bam Bam. Uh, so let's uh, start uh, with uh, uh, Karina. Tell us a little bit about yourself, Karina. Which one? Well, are they both named Karina? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'll tell you what, I'll, I'll refer to one as Karina Kiss, and I'll refer to the other as Leopard Print Blonde. So we'll start with Karina Kiss. Give us a little background about yourself. Oh, hi. <laughs> um, so I'm 28, I live in And uh, Leopard Print Blonde, tell us a little bit about yourself. I'm 28 years old. I'm from Victoria, Melbourne, Australia. Um, I'm a mom of three kids. I'm a Scorpio. And I've been modeling for three years. All right. And uh, we have uh, the Twisted Angel models here. We have uh, two of the top models that the Twisted Angels have. So uh, I'll refer, like I said, I'll refer to one as Karina and one as uh, Leopard Print Blonde because uh, we don't want to confuse things. So now, uh, how long have uh, uh, you gals been with uh, Twisted Angels? Uh, so I've only been with them since, like, the fall of last year. And I think we've been pretty much All right, now. Now, one cool thing, though, about uh, you gals uh, doing your modeling, uh, you guys get to uh, uh, you guys get to take pictures in front, in front of some pretty expensive cars. 
can you tell us, uh, uh, and you guys can choose who goes first, uh, what is the coolest car that you guys got to take a picture with? Um, I'll you can go first. <laughs> um, I'd probably have to be a Lamborghini, a green one. Now, uh, when you uh, when you take pictures in front of these vehicles, do they ever let you? Uh, do you ever get to take them for a spin? Do they ever say, "Hey, here's the keys, uh, take them for a spin"? Do you ever get to do that, or do you just get to stand in front of them or next to them? say that you can take them for a drive, but then they just go, oh, no, this is a joke. <laughs> 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 and uh, the, uh, the, 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 oh, go ahead, I'm sorry. Karina. Oh, me? Yep. Oh, sorry, there's like an echo, so I'm like hearing 70 separate versions of you guys. Um, so I have taken pictures of so many different cars that I don't even think I could pick one Um, like last weekend I had this really cool lifted rainbow wrangler that I took a picture with came out fantastic Um, but I really enjoy communicating with the owners of the of the vehicles more so than, like, just the materialistic um, concept of the, the cars itself. And we also have uh, Michael Libner with us. He's also the, uh, I guess he's the president of uh, uh, Twisted Angels. Uh, we want to thank Michael for getting the gals with us. We have about uh, seven minutes here left with the gals. Uh, so now I'm kind of curious. Now, when you guys uh, do your photo shoots, do they uh, do they contact Mike to get you gals, or do they contact you and then you have to get permission from Mike? Or how, how does that work, gals? Um, well, Mike is All right. Now, now, Michael, I, I know that I know that you're listening, Mike. So I'm just kind of curious. Uh, how did you uh, How did you find these uh, gals? Did you uh, put out a uh, Did you put out like a thing on the web, or did you uh, uh, put out uh, uh, an ad in the magazine? How did you uh, come across these cool gals? Well, typically we have two open calls a year. One is usually in March. The other one is in October, and we usually do them online. We'll post on the social media and on our website and whatnot and, and kind of go from there. There's a submission process. You know, you have to submit so many images and a short bio about yourself, and then uh, we kind of go from there. Um, we're not exclusive, so, I mean, the girls can always – they can work freelance and get their own work. We certainly try to, you know, find and create opportunities for them as well. Um, you know, Karina from Massachusetts has – a couple of things coming up with us in Daytona for bike week and whatnot. So we're excited to get her to come down there for that. And, uh, Karina in Australia, we've got some things in store for her too. She just doesn't know about it yet. Oh, yay. Well, that's, well, that, that's kind of a spoiler. Uh, so we'll, we'll kind of keep that a secret now. So it sounds like, uh, Karina is getting a, uh, an early Christmas present. So my, my next question is now, um, you know, you mentioned the girls are not exclusive to you. But uh, let's say that, uh, uh, like, uh, 
this question is the gals. Let's say that there's an auto dealership that uh, that's selling an expensive car, uh, like a Ferrari that's like costs like seven million dollars or whatever, but they haven't been able to sell it. Do they ever call you to say, "Hey, take a picture in front of this car. Maybe we could sell it a little quicker." Does that ever happen? Oh, he he asked if you guys have ever been contacted by like an auto dealership that if they're having trouble selling like a really cool car um, that you know something like really extravagant or exotic to, to have you come in and shoot with the car to maybe help them you know sell it. Actually, I sort of had that happen, but it was with a motorbike. That was with a That's motorbike. Awesome. Okay. With a bike. Okay, cool. Now, uh, now, when you guys are doing modeling, uh, now, do they uh, do they ever say that, uh, well, I'll tell you what, we're going to have you stand in front of this car, but uh, we're going to have you wear, like, uh, uh, like certain outfits, or do they ever ask you, like, to uh, uh, not wear anything uh, or anything like that? Uh, is there anything that uh, you guys uh, that might be uh, considered off, out of your wheelhouse or off limits, or is it just... Uh, open for them as long as uh, they pay you well enough. So I don't do any nude shoots. Um, that's one thing that I have not done, and I don't choose, and I choose, I choose not to do. Um, but as far as like outfits, I don't think so. I mean, you can just that's awesome. the Easter bunny rabbit, if you wanted me to. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to keep so, that in mind. Okay, so let's say, let's say that uh, someone is uh, doing a Halloween shoot and they wanted to dress up like a great pumpkin. You do that? Like a what? Well, let's say that a uh, someone had had like a big Halloween shoot coming up and they wanted you guys to dress up like the great pumpkin. Would you do that, or like like a Christmas thing, like dress up like Mrs. Claus? Would you guys do that? Yeah, but I, I do it in like a sexy little. <laughs> <laughs> you be the sexiest great pumpkin or sexiest Miss Santa Claus with an Australian that accent. That would be awesome. Uh, we have the uh, twist. We have the twist and angel models that are guests here. We only got a few minutes here. I do apologize, but we're we're going to get you guys, uh, gals on again, uh, so we can get a little better connection. I'm going to find a way to do that because uh, unfortunately the. You know, with uh, how we got it set up, the connection's not very good. But uh, we'll definitely uh, get you gals back on again. But uh, real quick here, uh, Mike and uh, gals, if they wanted to follow you guys, you got a Facebook, an Instagram, a YouTube, a Twitter, a Twitch, a GoFundMe. What do you guys got? Oh, so I have an Instagram. It's the same as my name, Karina Kiss. Um, I also have a, a TikTok that I just started, but whatever. That's okay. <laughs> I have Instagram as well. It's lipid underscore underscore blondie. All right, and uh, I um, I made uh, collector's cards for both of you gals, and I hope that Mike has uh, shared them with you. And uh, real quick here, so our fans know this, uh, if you go to uh, Ken's FM on uh, Facebook or you go to Off the Ropes on Facebook, you give uh, each page a like. We'll get you automatically entered to win uh, autographs from uh, our past guest, a future guest, or a current guest. 
Uh, hey, Mike, if I send you an address, you think you could hook us up with some uh, autographs from these two gals? Absolutely. Awesome. I'll send you that address. Well, I'll tell you what, gals, I I appreciate you guys being out with us. Uh, we'll, we'll get you on again we'll, when we have a little more time, uh, and uh, we'll get that to work. And, uh, Mike, I hope that uh, we can get some uh, more cool models on as well, uh, and uh, maybe we can sure. get a whole gamut of gals on with us. Sure, absolutely. Awesome. Well, I'll tell you what, gals, we do appreciate you taking time out of your schedule, and I know uh, – I know uh, Leopard Print Blonde, I know you're in Australia. I know it's uh, already Tuesday there. So uh, tell us, how are things in the future, real quick? Thank you for having me. We love you, gals. Thank you so much. Thank you. Awesome. All right. We have the Twisted Angels. That was an awesome little deal here. Uh, as everybody knows, uh, we uh, from time to time, we always get a lot of cool guests here. And we want to thank Mike uh, Libner from uh, Twisted Angels. Uh, we'll definitely uh, get these gals on again. We'll work on a, uh, little, uh, a, uh, a little more time. As a matter of fact, next time they're on with us, uh, if they're not mad at me, I'll, uh, give them, uh, we'll give them a whole, uh, we'll give them a whole hour. And we'll uh, see uh, how many uh, gals we can get on at the same time. But we do appreciate you gals for taking time out of schedule. We love you gals. Thank you. Okay. Awesome. All right. So, uh, Bam Bam, are you still there with us? Hey, yeah. Still rocking with you. Hi. I apologize. Uh, I this is the first time I've ever had uh, I've ever had this issue that uh, I've had too many guests for one show. Uh, I do apologize, but we'll get back to this. Uh, so uh, we have Bam Bam as our guest here. Uh, so tell us, Bam Bam, real quick. If you want to give us a little background about your career, uh, then we'll ask you some questions. Sure. So I started uh, training as a professional wrestler. Word of Unpredictable Wrestling, which is run by Johnny Bob, working in New York. I started around uh, 2016, and then I started branching out across the other country in um, 2019, working as many places as possible. So, out here working hard, trying to travel as many places as possible, hopefully one day get a contract, work internationally. So uh, we have uh, Bam Bam as our guest here. Uh, we have, uh, well, we have 25 minutes uh, on Ken's FM, 89.1 FM here in Fargo. So now when you uh, are wrestling, uh, what is your wrestling style? Are you like a high flyer, like a Rey Mysterio? Or are you more of a technical wrestler like a Bret Hart? Or are you just like that uh, uh, butt kicker like a, like a China or a Stone Cold Steve Austin? Um, well, I'm definitely not a high flyer, because I'm basically 300 pounds, and I am pretty well-versed in different styles. I can get technical when I want to, but for the most part, I'm pretty hard-hitting and just use my body as a weapon. <laughs> So now, with uh, with that being said, and your your with your wrestling style, would you consider yourself to be more of a uh, babyface, a heel, an in-between? Are you more of a crowd individual? Definitely, it's more of a face. I'm pretty lovable to most people. <laughs> well, uh, Granny, what do you got for our guest? We got a we got a baby face here. We got Bam Bam. Go ahead, Granny. What do you got? 
Well, hello, Bam Bam. I am Granny Holster, and I love the faces. Don't like the heels, so. But I'm glad you're definitely faced. So we would get along just wonderful, I'm sure. What has been one of your most challenging matches, and who was your opponent? Oh, one of the most challenging matches I've had. Well, most of them have been as the Test the Strength Champion, which I hold in Connecticut. And so um, I won it off of Danaman, and <laughs> I mean, he definitely kicked my ass, if I'm allowed to say. <laughs> um, <laughs> and I mean, I've had some pretty tough opponents. I've gone up against uh, Vicky, Alec Price. Um, a lot of pretty good up-and-comers, uh, Becca. All of them are very tough. <laughs> they can be some all of them for 20 minutes each. That's awesome. Uh, Bam Bam is our guest here. we got about uh, 23 uh, minutes here with Bam Bam. So now you, uh, you know, you've been in the business for, for a while here. So I guess my question is, uh, and like I say, uh, we we won't spend too much time on this, but uh, you know we just went through the whole COVID thing. Uh, kind of tell us a little bit about how COVID affected you. Did you have to break uh, break your calendar out to a certain point? Uh, do you have a lot of shows that were canceled that will be rescheduled? Kind of give us a little background about that. Yes, yeah, so, um, everything kind of started happening. I think about March twenty twenty. I mean, I was going into Mania weekend. For me, that was going to be one of my first big Mania weekends, and a lot of things got canceled. That title matches canceled for places that you know, didn't have women. I was bringing that there to them, and, but I was going to get the cancer for quite some time, maybe for about six months. There was like basically no shows, almost no training happening. So I just had to kind of go down. As much as I could, I mean, I wasn't gonna feel, you know, feel sorry for myself or treat it like a vacation. You know, so out, coming up with ideas for things I wanted to do, what topics things. Then started opening up. So, I mean, there was nothing in New York for a long time, so we would drive out to New Jersey two and a half hours, get rain time, travel wherever there were shows that started happening during the summer. You know, my schedule's back to normal now, which is pretty great. <laughs> you, know, just, you know, made my debut at the made debuts for some pretty big companies before combat, you know, uh, Northeast Western. Bam Bam is our guest here. we got about uh, 17 minutes here with uh, Bam Bam here. And uh, so now... With uh, with that being said, now you know you have uh, you know you have that schedule. Uh, could you kind of take us through uh, uh, when uh, what your what your next couple of months are like? Uh, when your next event is? Where it is? Uh, if fans can still get tickets. Can you kind of take us through your schedule for the next couple of months? I'm sure. I'll try to remember the best I can off the top of my head. Um, but the next date that I have. Um, I just competed this weekend at um, Texas Springs and at Pizza Party Wrestling in New Jersey. Next weekend, I'll be on Long Island for Victory Pro Wrestling. So, week after that, I have a private event. So, there aren't any tickets for that. The 28th of August, we actually have a really cool event. Um, MB Young is running a party cult party. 
um, with that academic, they'll be running 12 hours, and there are four promotions running that day from um, noon to midnight. So IWW will be there, for um, No Peace, and um, then MD has his own event running for the rest of the night. It's going to be pretty cool. And uh, September, I'll be in uh, the same CCW as well. And then to be up now talking to someone in Mexico, so that's a possibility coming up as well. But actually, I'm trying to keep my schedule pretty clear because I'll get to have the opening to travel across the country. I'm just going to try not to take as many uh, Bam Bam is our guest here. We got about uh, 15 minutes here, and then uh, we'll do our uh, our show close with uh, uh, live here on uh, Ken's FM 89.1, live in Fargo, North Dakota, also all over the internet. And we want to thank all our listeners for tuning in tonight. And uh, this has been an awesome experience. But so now tell us, Bam Bam, then with. Um, with all that, uh, with all the stuff going on, you know, you try and keep. You mentioned you kind of keep your schedule open and all that. Uh, is and I'm going to ask ask you this because I ask every independent wrestler this question, uh, and no one has ever answered the same way. So I'm going to put it to you. Two part question. Uh, let's say that you're at an event and someone from AEW or Ring of Honor or the WWE they see you and they they tell you that they're going to have tryouts and like you to come to try out. Two-part question, is that something that you want to do, get a big contract with those guys? And if you do get that big-time contract, uh, would you not big-time us and still talk to us? Um, I missed the second part of the question, but if they were there, I'd definitely, you know, take it Well, the second part of the question is if you got the, if you did get that big-time contract, would you still talk to us and still not, and not big-time us? Uh, might be too busy, but <laughs> no, I'll definitely make some time. I'm pretty down to earth. Uh, Bam Bam is our guest here. We've got about uh, 14 minutes here. So now, uh, I guess my next question, Bam Bam, is then you know since uh, you've been uh, since you've been in the uh, since you've been in the business, uh, you know uh, we all know that uh, wrestling is a tough business to get into. Uh, what made you uh, decide uh, to get into the business? Uh, did who was one of your big heroes uh, in the wrestling ring that uh, that you looked up to that inspired you to get into wrestling? Um, definitely, um, I started watching as a kid with my brother. We could beat each other up <laughs> as kids. Um, growing up, I watched jazz, was inspiration. Of China, Stone Cold, Kane, Cold was amazing. Um, and you know, I started probably in my mid twenties, so that was around the time that you know Sasha and Charlotte, you know, were in NXT, and it was being called this big women's revolution. So I mean, it kind of came to me as a spur of the moment thing, you know, that I enjoy wrestling. And I wanted to take a chance on myself. So I kind of decided. That. So I didn't really have big childhood dreams. I wasn't really much of a dreamer as a kid, but, you know, as an adult. Now you, uh, you you do uh, you do like to do hardcore matches though, don't you? Because uh, uh, you know I uh, that one uh, collector's card I made for me. You know you got a trash can lid, and uh, you know you like to do hardcore matches, don't you? On occasion, 
I don't do them every weekend, but, you know, when the opportunity comes, I'm very likely to hop in. I like all types of wrestling. <laughs> do, you have, do you have a favorite type of match that you like to do? Um, I'm pretty boring, so I like a good traditional match, but... I mean, I'd love to do a two out of three falls or a last one or a woman standing match. And uh, with, that, with that being said, you know, you know, you like to do traditional matches. Let me ask you this. Uh, of, all the, uh, of all the gals that you've wrestled, uh, is there one gal that you've wrestled multiple times that uh, has just been a thorn in your side that you, 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 you like to do one more match with a certain individual uh, because they've always uh, gotten to you every time you've been in the ring. Uh, if there was one, who would that be? Um, probably last year would have been. This was I've been doing a lot more intergender wrestling. So, um, I haven't really consistently been wrestling a lot of women, but last year around that time we wrestled all over New York, New Jersey, Connecticut, just back and forth. So, you know, I'm always down to beat her up any time. And uh, we'll take a quick little uh, time out here, let everybody know that uh, if you go to uh, our Facebook page, Off the Ropes, or if you go to uh, Cam's FM, you like the page, uh, either one of those pages will uh, get you entered into our give our December giveaway show here. Uh, where you can win an autograph from a past guest, a current guest, or a future guest. Uh, give us a like. Uh, give us five stars. Uh, we'll make that happen for you. We'll automatically qualify you. So now, Bam Bam, with that being said there, uh, so if our fans want to check you out and follow you, uh, do you got a Facebook, an Instagram, a YouTube, a Twitter, a Twitch, a GoFundMe? What do you got? <laughs> um, I Twitter and Instagram both. Karen B. Renee, R-E-N-E-E, Facebook. You can find me either searching Karen Renee or Bam Bam. I have two pages there. YouTube, you can search Karen Bam Bam. I have um, a YouTube page with all of my matches. And, yeah, that's most of my... There I may be starting to switch to. Gaming, tips, a podcast as well that I'll be working on. Now, if there is, is there one match that uh, you want uh, our fans to check out, one that you're most proud of, one that you like them to gravitate toward? Um, the last one I uploaded, I go first is Alex Price. in the championship, but there are some other matches for the championship floating around. Recently, the last one I had, Alex Becker was Alex and I'm proud of all of my work there. You can just search my name and watch the thing. I'd love for anybody to watch and be part of my journey. All the work that I've done with them. Uh, Bam Bam is our guest here. we got about uh, 11 minutes here to go with Bam Bam. So now you uh, – You've had uh, you've had an interesting uh, career, and it's uh, it's taken you uh, all over the place. Is there a place that uh, or a city or a state that you really like to wrestle in that you haven't wrestled in yet? Um, I recently went out to Detroit. I would love to actually wrestle in Chicago, uh, um, Texas, is that one place? 
as well. I mean, I love to wrestle everywhere and everywhere, but those are the top of the list, as well as Japan, which is basically number one. <laughs> So now, has there ever been a, uh, you know, you mentioned that, uh, you know, you are a baby face. We talked a little bit about that. But let me ask you this. Has there ever been a town uh, that you've been to where they uh, they didn't really see you as a, uh, a a baby face that they may have booed you for the wrong reason? Has that ever happened to you? Um, I'd say it's happened in a few Jersey towns. Um, one time, um, but most places, even if I'm super mean, they just love me anyway. <laughs> Definitely the smaller towns sometimes. You know, just have to hear because I can't be very aggressive in the ring. Well, you know, one thing I am kind of curious about, uh, you know, you mentioned that, uh, you know, you had an interesting um, reaction in New Jersey, but uh, has there ever been um, a situation where, you uh, were at an event, and uh, they're like, uh, "Hey, you know what? We're going to have you wrestle for the championship." Uh, have you had, have you had a chance to go after any championship since you've uh, been in the business? Yeah, I coach people. Yeah, I coach people. Yeah, I coach people. Um, <laughs> another spot in New Jersey. They just changed their name, so it blew my mind. We turned the first alliance, and then I was also with the second alliance. I've had a few um, title names. Uh, Bam Bam is our guest here. We got uh, just uh, a few more minutes here before we uh, got to wrap up uh, this section. Uh, real quick here, Bam Bam. You know. Uh, Every great wrestler has a finishing maneuver. I'm kind of curious to have you tell us about yours. Uh, what is it called? What's involved? And how devastating is it? Oh, well, no one's ever kicked out of mine. I call it the Eddie And it's like a note on that drop in the corner. So basically, uh, when you hit that, it's DC Alpino for your opponent. Uh, they're done, correct? Yeah, that, that's it. <laughs> There's no picking out of that. And then, uh, Bam Bam, the other thing I was going to ask you, if I were to uh, send you an address, would you be willing to uh, help us with our giveaway show in December? If I uh, send you an address, would you be willing to send us some autographs for some giveaways? I'm going to ask them eight by Awesome. address, I'll ship them over. All right, Bam Bam is our guest here. We only got a few minutes here left. So now, if um, if our uh, fans wanted to uh, 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 see you uh, in the future, uh, what uh, event uh, do you have booked that uh, you'd really want to get people to fill the stands for? So uh, uh, you can say that uh, they're all there to see you instead of anybody else that's on the card. What uh, what event uh, uh, coming up on your schedule do you really want people to gravitate towards? What I have coming up, you can definitely catch the Fairfield area at the Toronto Restaurant, the Gold Rush Rumble at the at 7 I'll also be wrestling for two of the four shows at 
Awesome, uh, Bam Bam's our guest here. We got about uh, we got about 120 seconds here, so uh, I'll tell you what, Bam Bam, we do want to thank you for uh, joining us, uh, for taking time out of your schedule to be with us tonight, and uh, we'll definitely get you back on with us again. Uh, we do appreciate uh, everything that you you have uh, that you've done for us and uh, that you're doing in your career, and we do wish you luck going forward, and uh, we would definitely like to uh, get you back on again with us. Uh, when your schedule allows, and uh, we'll uh, we'll have some uh, we'll have some more fun with you, and uh, you can keep me updated on uh, when your next big events are, and uh, we'll promote we'll promote it for you so we can get your fans in the stands. And if I happen to uh, be in the city that you're at, maybe you can give me a backstage pass. I could be your manager and uh, be your bodyguard or something like that. For sure, I'll let you know. Thank you for having me tonight. Thanks for being on. Thank you. All right, Bam Bam is our guest, ladies and gentlemen. That was awesome. Okay, so we got about uh, eight minutes left of uh, airtime, and uh, this will be an interesting closeout because, uh, well, we have to do the uh, in the radio business. We have to do what they call a legal ID, and we have to get everybody else back on the air and get the studio going here. So, uh, uh, re- recap here: we had uh, Sarah Dox. We had uh, Amanda Messing, we had uh, Leopard Print Blondie, we had Katrina Kiss uh, from the Twisted Angels, and we also had Bam Bam. So I think this is the first time ever that we've had five guests on in one night, uh, and it's uh, been a uh, it's been a pretty successful show, I think. Uh, and hopefully, uh, you know, we'll be uh, we'll be invited back. I hope so. Uh, and uh, like I say, everybody go out to Cans uh, FM on uh, Facebook. Uh, give his page a like. Uh, go out to Off the Ropes uh, on Facebook. Uh, give our page a like. And uh, go to KensFM.com where you can uh, listen to the radio station. Uh, you play some great, a lot of great music on the station. And uh, you know, of course, here in Fargo, it's 89.1, uh, and uh, you can also listen to uh, the radio station on the internet. Uh, he's got a lot of great, uh, a lot of great uh, content on the show on the radio station. Uh, Ken is just an awesome guy, and like I say, and I'm not just saying that because he's uh, within uh, within a couple steps of me, but like I say, if you need uh, anything repaired, if you have uh, an engineering issue, Ken's engineering. Uh, is the only stop that should uh, you should take because, uh, like I say, Ken has got uh, he's like Fargo's version of MacGyver. He can fix anything, he can wire anything, um, and uh, I mean, like I say, the guy's got milliseconds of genius. And uh, we'll definitely have to have him on and uh, interview with him on how he uh, started his journey uh, into the radio business. I've known Ken since uh, I believe. Um, 
I want to say since uh, 2000, I think, uh, or 2001. Actually, uh, I met Ken uh, when I was working at a local radio station here in Fargo, uh, Real Radio 96.7. My first day on the air there was actually on September 11th, uh, 2001. And we all know what uh, what a tragic day that was. Um, and uh, as a matter of fact, that anniversary is coming up here. Um, oh, geez, what in, uh I don't know, 10, 15, 20 days, something like that. Uh, so, yeah, well, I'll never forget September 11th. Um, and, you know, it was a tragic day. The day I started my radio career, but it was also a tragic day in uh, the uh, the U.S. So, hold on a second. Uh, this one? All right. Uh, let's, uh, let's introduce Ken. Uh, let's see if I'm going to get fired here on my first day on the job. Hey, Ken, how are you? Can you hear me okay? I sure can. Go ahead, Ken. What do you... September 11, 2001, wow, I think every single person in the universe can remember what happened during that day and what they were doing at that particular second they heard about the Twin Towers collapsing. And my little story was unique. Uh, Being an engineer, I worked for a number of radio stations around the area. And um, I was sleeping, as I usually do when I'm not being called. Um, the phone rang. The phone rang, and I answered it, and it was one of my stations down in Morris, Minnesota. For those of you that don't know anything about Morris, it's, uh, what, south of, uh, Fergus Falls? Yeah, about that, about 20 miles, maybe? 25 miles? Something like that. And, um, they had called and said, uh, uh, we're having problems with our transmitter. It won't stay on. And then I got in the car and was listening to the radio on the way down, and that's how I heard about it. That's how I heard about the Twin Towers collapse. I went down there. They had a simple problem. I cured it, and uh, they were back on the air. And all the way back home, that's exactly what I did. I listened to the radio all the way home. When I got home, I sat down in front of my TV set for like 18 hours to watch the footage. That sort of thing indels into your brain. You don't get that out. Now, do you remember? Uh, uh, do you remember what radio station you uh, you listened to? Was it was it one in Morris, or were you listening to Real Radio, or which one were you listening to? 90. So, oh, KFGO seven ninety. Now, uh, real quick here, uh, you know, and uh, you know, we I, I do like to have you. Uh, uh, I do want I do want to have you on so you can tell us your radio story. We only got a few minutes left here, but uh, um, there. Uh, but anyway, oh, a uh, li- little better. Uh, so you, we were picking you up on my mic. Uh, yeah. So we, so we got a little. Uh, we got about uh, two minutes left of uh, regular time here, and. Uh, but I remember real radio. I was actually there. Um, level might be a little bit high there. Um, the uh, the 96.7 that I remember was up in Arthur, and for a year there, they had hired me as their general manager, and uh, it was after that that I got to meet Jim Babbitt, and the original uh, time with Jim Babbitt was uh, up at 298, KQWB-FM, and him and uh, um, Ben did the morning show up there, and that's how I got to know them. 
and then he got involved with 96.7. Uh, we ended up moving the studios to West Fargo, and I think that's where you came in. Right, exactly. I, I started there. Uh, as, you know, as a matter of fact, uh, I, I don't know if you knew this or not, but uh, Jim Babbage is my best man at my wedding. Uh, yeah, it's amazing. I've known Jim for many, many years since, since then, and I've helped him out numerous and numerous times. Uh, Jim obviously runs the truck out in uh, Castleton there. Now, are you their engineer too then? Right? Okay. You're about 24, right? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, and uh, right, well, you know, I, well, the thing about it is, Ken, it's like uh, we do appreciate uh, you letting us be on the air here with you, and uh, hopefully uh, you let us come back next week. Uh, and you know, unfortunately, uh, with our last two guests, you know, the way that. Uh, uh, she was in New York as well, where Big Swing was, and she was having an issue with her cell phone signal, as you can see. Uh, right, but I'll tell you what, we got uh, three guests lined up next week. They all have confirmed for next week. Uh, so uh, I'll tell you what, tune in to uh, our, uh, our Facebook page, Off the Ropes. You'll, content will drop on Thursday. Uh, Ken will put the information up on Monday, uh, so check us out same time next week. 89.1 FM, Ken's FM, and we, uh, I'm going to play the outro, and we are out of time. (laughs)